0: Hello, hello, welcome to the third episode of Thinking Out Loud. To all those who are following this podcast, I appreciate it a lot. And in this, in this episode, I will be discussing the topic that involves the mind and the body. And this is anxiety and stress. Um, Let's start with stress. So our bodies are naturally built with various neurotransmitters and within our body there's an extensive nervous system. This all starts with the brain, the spinal cord, the smaller nerves around our bodies, Closer to our skin, we have capillaries as well, and these regulate uh, the temperature of the body. And the whole network system in the body has multiple functions. One of them is to supply the body with nutrients, uh, which is carried by the blood cells. And another thing is to pump in oxygen from the lungs. Into the blood and then spread around by the heart. There's another function that is carried out by the extensive nervous system. I'd say, apart from the transmission of information, they also collect information from the various sensory organs. For instance, our eyes are able to collect light information from the environment through the the holes in the eye into the brain which is a process and then we're able to see so sight itself is a physical and chemical process and the body is very well adapted to responding to the environment And when the body responds, it tends to react with various um, messages that are given to the body. And so stress is a response when the hormone cortisol is released by the brain into the body. Now, cortisol has many effects, and as you may know, when you feel stress, there's there's certain times you feel a physical effect of stress, and some of the main symptoms of stress are as follows so you may f- have a physical feeling of tension, um, you may feel frustrated, angry, or nervous. Um, sometimes your body's reaction to challenge, challenge or demand will be a stressful. Um, feeling. So, there's definitely certain dangers to stress. Now, some of the causes of stress may be when your loved one dies, or you fall chronically sick, or you may be going through an emotional problem such as depression and anxiety. And so, now that we know a little bit about what makes, trigger a stress, and the scientific explanation behind why stress exists, we can now talk about some solutions to stress. Now, when you go to a doctor and you tell them about stress, they might prescribe you some medicines that are supposedly going to reduce your stress. Personally, I would recommend anyone to try medication only in the extreme cases where there are other methods that they've tried but they haven't seen any results. So with regards to stress itself, firstly you must identify what is the cause of your stress. What is triggering your stress, number one. Then you need to find ways of coping or If it's a problem, how do you solve that problem so that your stress eases up and now you feel less worried and less troubled? For instance, if it is related to work, perhaps your co-workers are mistreating you in some way which is causing you to feel stressed out at work. Now, you may have to report them to your manager for harassment. Now, that may seem like a scary decision for some people to make because they fear they might face worse treatment. But you must realize that for you to stand up for yourself is very important in this world. Oftentimes, we tend to either accept the the cruelty or the, the bad behaviors that others give us. And so when we learn how to stand up for ourselves, we, we tend to become more resilient and the stress that is caused to us by other people may decrease. Now, once you've solve the cause of your stress, you may start to see that your life improves, your stress levels start to decrease. Now naturally stress is built within us to sort of push us towards certain actions. If we never felt any stress we would never feel the need to do many things that are out of our comfort zone. So evolutionary-wise, stress is added within us to help us make decisions and to help us do things at times. However, the problem arises when we let the stress cripple us and prevent us from doing many things. Now, when we speak of anxiety, what do we mean by anxiety? So anxiety can be explained as follows. It's a mental health disorder characterized by feelings of worry, anxiety, or fear that are strong enough to interfere with one's daily activities. So some examples of an anxiety order is that you may have a panic attack, you may have an obsessive compulsive disorder where you may be thinking or repeating a certain action, or you might be struggling from post-traumatic stress disorder. Now. What may cause anxiety, right? So similar to the causes of stress, anxiety can be triggered by multiple factors. Sometimes you may be feeling anxiety about starting a new job, you are taking an exam, and sometimes you may be anxious about living itself or you may be anxious about dying. So, anxiety can come about in multiple, multiple scenarios, and it is how we react to anxiety that really tests us. So, let's, let's see what are some of the symptoms of anxiety. Um, the feelings can range from butterflies in your stomach to a racing in your heart. Uh, you, you might feel out of control. Some other symptoms are increased heart rate, rapid breathing, feeling restless, having trouble concentrating, and difficulty sleeping. So when, when you're going through an anxiety attack, you may feel multiple of these symptoms. And then you might be confused as to why this is happening to you or how can you fix it. Well, today there are several treatments for anxiety. Some, some include therapy, uh, medication, and speaking to a psychologist can also help there's also some natural remedies for anxiety attacks so the first thing is to certainly bring a balance into your life in terms of the amount of sleep you get the amount of nutrients you put into your body and getting enough exercise staying fit avoiding certain things like alcohol and cigarettes Cigarettes especially can affect your normal heart rate which when you oversmoke smoke may trigger restlessness and, and when you crave a cigarette you may feel anxious sometimes. Caffeine also has a drawback once you've drank enough and now it's um, taking its effect on your body when it's not as potent anymore but also has seen to cause anxiety. So anxiety disorders sometimes are a manifestation of depression. Now, depression is a whole other discussion which we won't have now, but I just wanted to keep in the back of your mind that sometimes depression may be linked to anxiety. And so, as humans, we are very specialized in our ways of doing things in our ways of thinking but there's certainly drawbacks in the in the sense that our bodies are very sensitive to different sorts of stimuli and how we maintain this body that we have is very very important there's there's a lot we can do by sort of bringing a balance within the human psyche and the body and by finding a certain place within us where we feel comfortable and safe and we're able to express our deeper thoughts and experiences much more peacefully without feeling judged or criticized or feelings of worry. Once we have this we can sort of learn how to self-reflect more on who we are and why we do what we do. Many of us may go through life experiencing different emotions and, and never really taking the time to understand why they're there. Some of us may have feelings and, and we may feel confused about why these feelings are within us. Well, these are all part of the experience of living simply put, they are there for you to experience and to understand them. And if you're not able to do that, then you've not had that whole complete experience yet. So keep an open mind as you experience things every day. Um, Do not be too critical of yourself when you are in certain situations and things aren't going right. You must remember that Opportunities will always present themselves to you, and so it is. It is a matter of you taking advantage of those opportunities. Um, it it makes no sense to regret the opportunities that uh, you've missed when when you should rather be focusing on the opportunities that you took and how you made benefit of them. So, shifting our focus from a state of regret and fear, sense of loss to a state of abundance and a state where we recognize what we actually do have can, can really make a difference in, in how you perceive the world. If you start to write down all the things that you've been given from the day you were born till now, and you, you recognize all the things that you've had without you even asking or paying for them, and you make a counter list to that where you write down all the things that you seem to be lacking. You will see that there is a huge, huge um, discrepancy between what you have and what you don't have. And to, for most of us who are here today, our needs, our basic needs are being met. However, there is there's a proportion of the people on this planet who are living sometimes on one meal a day, who barely earn more than one or two dollars for the whole day. They're living way, way below the minimum wage of many countries. And these people are also struggling with many other issues, such as housing issues, famine, droughts, natural disasters, warfare, um, crime. So, considering we're entering the 22nd century now, or are we in the 22nd? Not too sure about that. Anyways, as we're entering this era of information technology where we're trying to connect the world and improve many many aspects of human lives using technology and research and and improving the design of things and efficiency we must remember that there is a certain proportion of humans who are living well below the standards and the thing is that there isn't a problem of having of not having enough to give them there is more than enough to go about on this planet. One third of the food produced globally goes to waste because of various various reasons starting from manufacturing to distribution to the use of it in in people's homes. So if one third of the global food is going to waste and there's 7.7 billion people imagine if that one third was redistributed to even 500 million people at a lower cost that would mean that we have solved the global crisis of food without even m- in- increasing our rate of production now all we improved is the the waste score so basically we're reducing the amount that is going to waste and we can solve the world hunger crisis but this is such a big and complex project where many, many different food manufacturers would have to come together and they would have to sort of come to agreements on not wasting things and how to supply them to places where those foods are needed now. There's more to this discussion, but I'd like to leave it there. just wanted to make you aware of some of the global issues that we're facing today and The fact that the solutions are right around the corner, but no one has achieved a a full solution to solving such big problems. I don't think there's one solution for any global problem. I believe that when many people in many countries and organizations put their brains together, they have a better chance of solving complex social issues and and then they can share their knowledge to other parts of the world where we can apply the certain solutions that they come up with. Right. So with that, I'd like to end this podcast here. My viewers have... A few of them have given me interesting suggestions. One of the first ones was the length of the podcast may be a bit too long for people nowadays. So I'm trying to keep it to between 20 to 30 minutes if possible. Um, But sometimes depending on the length of conversations, I may extend it to 30 minutes. Um, Usually my podcast will involve me discussing two or three topics Um, Sometimes it may be a single topic that I focus on, and there may be topics that will be repeated later on in the future. This may be because I've learned more things about it, or someone asked me various questions regarding that topic itself, and I may feel that I need to answer them later, right? With regards to podcasting, I must say it's really fun. It's an enjoyable outlet for me. There's so many things that I have always wanted to say. And this platform basically is allowing me to share the things that I feel are important for the people I know to hear about. Maybe they already know, but there's always those that haven't heard or haven't Um, got the chance to see such perspectives. And I welcome any comments, any ideas, any questions that you may have, um, any topics that you may want me to discuss in the future. I'm I'm also interested in that. And with that, I'd like to say thank you for listening and see you next time.